Welcome back to the Going Up Cast, a feel-good podcast designed to make you happy with music, stories, and a good dash of comedy. I am your host, Andrew Logan, and let's dive right into it. Now, there's been a lot going on behind the scenes as I prepared for the launch of the podcast, which was last Tuesday, if you were there for the opening episode, in which case, thank you very much. I very much appreciate anyone and everybody listening to this new creative endeavor of mine. And there's been a lot in terms of the creation of social media pages. You can now find uh, Going Up Cast on Twitter, at Going Up Cast. Um, there's uh, not a whole lot there at the moment. All of this is very new. But, you know, follow on Twitter there for uh, new episode announcements, uh, new blog posts, and I'll talk a bit more about the blog posts here in a second, and all of those fun things as time progresses. So that's that's the go-to social media page. Uh, there will be Instagram later on for um, just kind of a supplemental thing to do uh, alongside the blog posts, and that's probably going to be it, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, I'm not too interested in doing a face like an official facebook page and in terms of the social media that i personally use instagram and twitter are my two number one spots right there um but beyond that if you want a good place to go for going up cast episodes news and all the um exclusive content that i will be creating for the brand new website go to the brand new website which is goingupcast.com just like everything else it's the same as the email it's the same as the twitter account it is the name of the website goingupcast.com nice straight and easy it is uh something i created on squarespace uh which was wonderfully simple not sponsored by squarespace but i can't deny that um it is a wonderful tool for the creation of websites it um took me a couple of hours um, just to make it how I wanted it and all that stuff. It's got a homepage, which is little more than just the going up cast with Andrew Logan. Uh, it has a lovely picture of a beach behind it, um, which I took myself. Uh, there's actually a little bit about that in the, in the blog first blog post, which is the, uh, fourth tab in is the going up cast blog. And, uh, each blog post will be written by me, um, unless otherwise stated. And it will also include images, video, all that fun stuff all taken by me unless otherwise stated. And for example, the first blog post talks a little bit about the image I've used all over the website and uh, kind of my my thought process for, uh, for why I wanted to use that particular image. There is the page for the episodes. So if you're listening to this, chances are you're on the website already because that is the go-to spot for episodes at the time of recording this. Uh, who knows what's coming down the pipeline? I hope to have it on... A bunch of other um, sites, like um, I know iTunes is a big place for podcasts, so I'm going to be looking into that. I would love for it to be on Spotify, um, simply because I use Spotify for pretty much everything I listen to, and uh, if I'm listening to a podcast, chances are it's on Spotify. So I want to, I want it on Spotify, and I'll, I'll look into all of that uh, later on. But for right now, the the literally the only place to get it is um, is on this website. There will be other options later on the next tab there is the is the song of the week tab um it's the playlist which is an ongoing playlist on spotify right now if you go on to spotify you can look up the going up cast song of the week playlist it's cultivated by me it currently only has one song on it right now it will have another song on it when we get to this week's song of the week but for right now as of recording this immediate statement only got one song on there but as a great place to go uh you can subscribe to that playlist as 
songs are added. There's a little bit about section about the podcast and just kind of why I made it and what it's about and all of that fun stuff. And then at the very end, you can um, send in your song of the week suggestions. You can send in stories, all sorts of like questions, anything like that. And it's also got options for like press inquiries and stuff like that in the contact page at the very end of the website. Or you could just email me at goingupcast at gmail.com. Both are good. Both go to the same spot. It's all funneled into that email address. So uh, no matter how you do it, I will I will see it all in, on one on one email account. But yeah, I'm really I'm really proud of the website. Um, it'll it'll get you know tooled with over time as feedback comes rolling in. If you have any suggestions for potential improvements to the website or things you want to see on the website, let me know at goingupcast at gmail.com or just tweet me at goingupcast on Twitter or you could use the contact thing at the uh, the back of the website, which once again, we'll just send it right to goingupcast at gmail.com. And I've also changed it um, from going up with Andrew Logan to the going up cast because I like the sound of it better, and the term cast here both represents the fact that this is a podcast with numerous guests, and it's a podcast. So it's like a cast of people podcast. I feel like it's you know, dual meaning, that kind of that kind of thing. So I'm pretty, pretty pleased with the name change. But that's just kind of a quick run-through of all the new social media stuff that the Going Up cast has spawned. It's been wonderful fun setting all of this stuff up. Uh, definitely scratching that creative endeavor itch that I've been craving for so long. But let us dive right into the first official segment now that all the announcements are done. And let's talk about this week's song of the week. This week's song of the week is You're Only Human, Second Wind by Billy Joel. It was written and performed in 1985 and first appears on Billy Joel's Greatest Hits Volume 1 and 2. The song deals with bouncing back from depression, thoughts of suicide, and how no matter how bad things may seem in the heat of the moment, it will always get better. It has a lot of optimistic messages in there. It has a lot of kind of life lesson wisdomy lyrics throughout the song, which I personally love. One of my favorite lines is, uh, you learn more from your accidents than anything that you could ever learn in school. It's just such a phenomenal song. It's been one of my one of my go-tos um, whenever I was down. You know, it always picks me right up. Honestly, this song was like custom written for the message I'm trying to spread with this podcast. It's like, it always gets better no matter how, how dark the days may seem. Things are always going to get brighter around the next bend. And it's, it's a really upbeat song. Uh, musically, it's phenomenal. I love the lyrics of it. The music video itself is very entertaining. Uh, it even has a young Adam Savage playing a, uh, a drowning drowning lad who gets rescued about halfway through the song. It's just an incredible song. I've always thought it was curious that it appears on the greatest hit album, given that this is the first album appearance the song has. I was like, oh, that's a little bit of... A little bit presumptuous there, huh, Mr. Mr. Joel, to just put a brand new song on uh, on your Greatest Hits album. There's actually another song that appears on the Greatest Hits album for the first time, and I believe it is called uh, The Night Is Still Young. Its first appearance is the Greatest Hits album. Um, that's also a good song, but that's not the song we're talking about. Here's a bit of the song we are talking about. You better believe there will be times in your life when you'll be feeling like a stumbling fool. 
want a recommendation for Song of the Week, please let me know by either sending in a message via the contact page on the Going Up Cast website, which is Going Up cast.com or email me at goingupcast at gmail.com also if you want to listen to any previous songs of the week please go on to the song tab on the website or on spotify there is a custom playlist right there called the going upcast song of the week playlist cultivated by me that you can just listen to all of the songs of the week in one convenient location Over the last couple of weeks, I have been going to an absolute ton of concerts. I used to go to concerts like people go to movies back in high school. There was one memorable year where I saw a different show like every weekend. It was it was such a fun time. And within the last couple of weeks, I've been to, I want to say five shows. And these shows have had me travel uh, to different cities, uh, to different states. It's been it's been a wonderful journey, and um, I thought over the next you know a couple of podcasts and stuff I might share some of my favorite stories from these adventures uh, as kind of a kind of a fun thing, kind of fill in that story block that I've been talking about this whole time. When last week I didn't have stories, now I've got a bunch of stories. So the first story I'm going to tell is uh, when I went to go see a band called Hey Ocean. Uh, it is a Canadian folk pop band, uh, fairly fairly recent band within the last two decades and they played a little venue called El Corazon in Seattle which is actually a venue I played a long time ago back when I was in a band in high school um, called uh, called Greasy Spoon but there's more on that later on um, the band uh, was a phenomenal band to see live they absolutely killed it in terms of performance but there was this one moment in the concert that's one of my favorite concert moments ever it's right towards the end of the show um, and this is a small venue uh, picture. It's no larger than, say, like a garage or something like that. It's it's very small. Uh, so it was a very intimate show. And there was a, a moment where they broke out some acoustic guitars and they came in front of the microphones and we all just kind of crowded around the stage and they sang um, Big Blue Wave, which is off of their album Is, which came out in 2012, I want to say. Um, that's a phenomenal album if you uh, ever get the chance to listen to it. I'm sure um, those songs will be songs of the week later on. But they came out in front of the microphones and we all just sang like kind of, you know, acoustically as a, as a big group. And it's a very soft song. And it was a beautiful moment. They painted a gorgeous picture before they performed the song of uh, sitting around a bonfire on the beach like at night and the stars are above your head. And we're all just singing together the song there's a wonderful sense of camaraderie it's the type of experience you can only really have in that sort of setting and they really they really captured that that essence of like late summer night um on the beach with the waves gently crashing and the stars visible overhead with the warmth of the fire and the soft lilting notes of the acoustic guitar just kind of gently flowing through your brain and you're all doing like the same thing like together you know we were all singing the words and um just in the moment it was wonderful it was such a such a kind of a peaceful uh experience and it, it was just it was fantastic um i'll go a little bit more into detail into the concert uh and uh, in this week's blog post but it was just oh god it was such a cool moment i loved it to bits
I also saw this concert um, solo. Most, most, yeah. Every other show I've been to uh, recently, I was with somebody, uh, except for this show. Um, and there were a couple of reasons for this. Number one, I didn't know anybody else who knew this band um, or who would like this type of music. Uh, so I was just like, in that venue, I just wanted to go alone. And on the other side, it had been a long time since I had done something just for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I bought all these tickets so I could go see these shows. But, you know, four out of five of these shows, I was also with somebody else. So at the same time, I was like, I wanted to see the show and I wanted this person to see the show with me. You know, that kind of thing. A-Ocean was, was a concert just, just for me. Even though I did get two tickets, um, I was, you know, it's just like in case somebody else, like I mentioned the show and they were like, oh, I love them. I'd be like, well, I have an extra ticket just in case. But this was really for me. And it's important to do things for yourself every once in a while. You know, there's a lot of stigmas attached to going to a restaurant by yourself or seeing a movie alone. But I don't think any of those activities should be sources of like social shaming. You know, like if you want to go to a dinner, you know, by yourself, if you want to go to a fancy restaurant, if you want to see a movie by yourself, you absolutely should. And in many cases, it's very good for the soul, in my opinion, to just do some of those things solo. Having you know constant human interaction is wonderful, don't get me wrong. Having friends, family around you is great, but at the same time, no matter how much you care about somebody, sometimes you just want to do something for yourself. Sometimes you just want to you know, enjoy an afternoon or a day solo, and that is also you know, just as justifiable. I don't think people should look down on others for doing things alone. You don't know the story behind somebody doing something by themselves. It could be anything, you know? More often than not, they're doing it alone because they want to be alone. And that's totally fine. It's important. I just sit back and kind of realize your place in all of your relationships, you know? How do you define your own identity if you're always with other people, you know? Is that really who you are or is that who you are when surrounded by friends? How do you know yourself? So it's important to find activities that, you know, you don't necessarily need to do activity that's clearly done solo, like reading, you know? That's pretty much a solo activity. You can involve others. Depends on the kind of book and the setting, I suppose. If it was like a picture book you're reading to like younger siblings or to children or something like that, then I could absolutely see that being a group activity. But more times out of, you know, more often than not, you're just reading a book to yourself. Uh, that's a solo activity. But you know, go to the beach, get in touch with nature, go on a hike, go to a restaurant, go to a museum, wander the city, do some shopping, hit a mall, do something, do something for yourself solo, you know? Just anything that comes to mind. Sometimes it's just sitting in a park by yourself. Sometimes it's just going for a drive. I find that to be immensely peaceful to myself. I, one of my favorite things to do, uh, if whenever I just want you know some alone time, uh, is going through the car wash. I love the car wash. It's it's one of my it's one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite things to do. I know that might sound weird, but just like just sitting in an isolated location. Um, just you know with the the thing the cleany brushes just smashing into your car and the constant rain of soapy water it's uh it's it's a real good sense of isolationism because you're not even driving the car the machine is pulling your car through the car wash and the windows are obscured so you can't see the outside world and you're just in this place alone and it's just it's it's an incredibly peaceful location honestly i want to find like the world's longest car wash where it's like you're in this place for like five minutes 
I think that'd be wonderful. Most car washes are too short for my liking. Plus, when you live in Washington, the rain basically washes your car for you, so it's really tough to justify uh, going through the car wash all that often. Um, but it's one of my it's one of my favorite places to just get a moment for yourself. And uh, that's what this concert was. It was it was my car wash. <laughs> the concert was my car wash. Uh, it was wonderful. If you guys have any stories like that when you did something for yourself just to just to find you know a moment of peace in this crazy messed up world of ours send send me an email let me know about it in the uh going at gmail.com I would, I would love to hear your guys' story what's your car wash what's your what's your mundane activity that you find solitude in that's what i want to know oh man that'd be great And finally, the last thing I wanted to talk about briefly was this uh, this wonderful, this is really strange, but it made me happy, so who knows, it might make somebody else happy. This is a recipe that I kind of built off of a couple of other recipes that I saw on the internet to make one of my all-time favorite meals. So I'm going to post the recipe in the blog, along with an image of the, the final product. And um, I'm just gonna, you know, just gonna talk you through the recipe and talk about why, you know, why I wanted to make this from scratch. Tom Ka soup. Uh, it is it is a Thai soup. Traditionally, if you go to a Thai restaurant, you usually see two soups, Tom Ka and Tom Yum. They're basically the exact same soup, except Tom Ka uses coconut milk and Tom Yum does not. And I've always preferred the, uh, the coconut version of the soup because I've always thought it to be creamier and uh, more flavor. And I was curious to see how difficult a meal this would be to make on my own. But this is a very inexpensive, very easy recipe that takes almost no time at all. Just to give you an estimate, to get the ingredients uh, the first time around, I spent about $30 and it took about 30 minutes to make from, from like all the prep work and just letting the soup kind of simmer and stuff like that. So what you're going to need, again, this will all be on the website, so don't worry about jotting the recipe down really quickly. It's all gonna be on the website. Uh, you'll need two cans of coconut milk. Uh, you'll need a quart of chicken stock, um, a stalk of lemongrass, just one big old piece of lemongrass, a good sized piece, like a couple of inches of ginger root, an inch of galangal root, which is like ginger root, but it's a lot woodier. And I'll talk about the, the preferred preparation for those ingredients a little later on. I found five Thai chilies to give the soup a, a lot of kick, but what's nice about this kick is that it's not very long lasting. It hits you quickly and then it fades away pretty quickly. So don't be don't be you know too afraid, but definitely with the Thai chilies, that's a variable ingredient depending on your personal spice level. Uh, you'll want like a third of a cup of brown sugar, just kind of thrown in there. A little bit of fish sauce, not too much, not too much. A little goes a long way, so don't, don't overboard it. That's how you get your soup to smell horrible, <laughs> is a ton of fish sauce. Um, I use udon noodles, uh, like a bowl of udon, preferably fresh if you can get a hold of them, but you know, freeze dried or however else they're packaged will probably do in a pinch. I used fresh. I also had a couple of chicken thighs, uh, boneless, skinless chicken thighs in this case. I would have preferred boned and skinned chicken thighs, but that was just what was available to me at the time. The recipe does state 10 lime leaves or kefir lime leaves. These are a completely optional ingredient. You will be able to get the same lime flavor with like a couple of juices, juiced limes, and maybe the zest of a couple of limes. And um, you can even put the limes 
in the soup, like just chop them in half, squeeze them, zest them, and then toss them in the soup and then just pick them out afterwards if you really want some some strong lime flavors. But lime leaves are very expensive and impart the same lime flavor as the juice and the zest would. So, you know, you can you can use lime leaves if you want. I don't think it's necessary to achieve the soup flavor. And then you'll just need a bunch of cilantro. Just, you know, like a bundle of it and just you're going to chop that up real fine and toss it in the soup kind of at, as a finishing note. But essentially what you're going to do is you're going to take the chicken milk, chicken milk, wow. You're going to take the coconut milk, you're going to take the chicken stock, and you're going to put this all into a large soup pot. You're going to bring this up to a boil and then bring it back down to simmer. My recommendation for the ginger, the glangle root, would be to slice this stuff on a mandolin if you have it. Otherwise, get it as razor thin as humanly possible. Or, inversely, leave it in large chunks so you can pick it out of the soup afterwards. Because glangle root is very woody. And unless it cooks for a really long time, which this soup doesn't need... Uh, it's it's inedible, kind of just straight up. So either slice it as thin as possible so that you can eat it or leave it in large chunks to pick it out afterwards. So that's my recommendation for the uh, lemongrass as well. You can take off the first couple of layers of lemongrass, which is like this very woody, inedible kind of casing before you actually get to like the soft little bit of the underside of the lemongrass. So traditionally what you do is you kind of break apart the lemongrass with like the back end of your knife or the knife handle, just kind of smash it up to unlock some of the um, the essence of the oils. And then either slice it up stupid thin or just leave it in like large couple inch chunks that you can just take out of the soup afterwards um, would be my recommendation. Once you add the ginger, the glangle, the chopped up chilies, make those really nice tiny pieces of chili. Use the whole chili. Make sure you get some of the uh, the pith and the seeds in there as well. Really adds a nice flavor to it. Let that simmer on medium heat for 10 minutes. Um, and then you want to just kind of stir it up, make sure it's all good. You want to pat the chicken thighs dry. And then I seasoned them with salt and lime zest to kind of match the soup in terms of that lime flavor. I seared them in a ripping hot pan to get a nice crust. You leave them on one side for like five to seven minutes and then you flip and cook for an additional four minutes or until the internal temperature of the chicken thighs registers 165. And then once that's done, you take them off the pan and let the chicken thighs rest and that squirt lime juice just all over your finished chicken thighs. Really emphasize that lime flavor. Once your soup's done simmering for the first 10 minutes, add either your your deveined chopped up lime leaves or the zest and the juices of a couple of limes. This would be the point where you add your lemongrass and then you let this all simmer for another 10 minutes. And then right before serving, you want to add the brown sugar, stir and melt that in, the little dash of fish sauce, and then you want to take the soup off the heat, stir it to make sure all the stuff is married and integrated. And then right before serving, add however many udon noodles you wish to the pot. Don't worry about udon noodles dissolving in the soup for leftovers. They will retain their shape extremely well and they'll actually just absorb some of that delicious soup flavor in left, like if you put leftover soup in a pot and like heat it up the next day, the, the noodles will keep, it'll be fine. Um, I'd recommend chopping the noodles up into not like stupid tiny bite-sized pieces, but in their current state, at least in my fresh container, they can be often too long for uh, for this particular soup. So, you know, you can tear them up into bits and stuff like that and then throw them in. And then with the chicken, once it's done resting, slice it into thin, you know, slices, and then lay it on top of your finished bowl of soup like you would a bowl of ramen. And the reason I did the chicken like this and not like it is in basically every version of the soup is that my least favorite part of the soup in restaurants is that the chicken is cooked within the soup and it's often way overcooked. So you end up with this rubbery, dry, flavorless piece of chicken. 
just in the soup and it's it is unpleasant it's always been unpleasant and it's always been the same but if you cook the chicken like i described in the recipe and then slice it right on top you can mix it in to the soup and the, when you get a bite of chicken it's going to be this amazing bite of chicken it's it's wonderful cooking the chicken separately from the soup and then adding it at the end changes the soup completely and makes it just so much better oh my god this is a very warming meal it's a very inexpensive meal uh it's good for you it's got a lot of great stuff in it and i you know it's just all around a wonderful wonderful recipe once again it's on the website uh for your for your cooking uh pleasures i cannot recommend this highly enough if you have a recipe or a a food item that brings you joy in this world please let me know um this could be a fun fun little segment every now and then just talking about like the food that makes us feel good because oh man taking a bite of something that's just delicious what a day brightener that is huh holy crap so yeah you guys just let me know share share your recipes i would love to get some get some cooking done under my belt and maybe we'll just you know we'll have a lovely little like a uh, rolodex of feel-good food recipes that we can all just eat as a as a unit just get some tasty tasty grub in us and uh, i think that's going to be it for this week's episode of the going up cast with andrew logan i want to thank you all so much for listening this one was a bit longer than last week's but again you know i had more content I was a big fan of a, of the concert. I was a big fan of the song, and I love the soup. I, in fact, I'm going to be making some more of it tomorrow. So cannot wait for that. If you have any song suggestions, any stories to tell, any food recipes you wish to share, please let me know at thegoingupcast at gmail.com or on my website or on Twitter, both of which are the Going Upcast. I mean, at Going Upcast on Twitter and GoingUpcast.com. My name was Andrew Logan. And I hope you all have a wonderful week, and I'll see you next week. Have a good one, everyone. Quick little uh, postscript, a uh, little note at the end of this episode. I have two bits of information for you guys. Number one. The Going Up Cast is now on iTunes. You just look up Going Up Cast. You will find it. It's right there. It's the same logo as it is on the website. So that is a, it's a wonderful new thing that we have. Uh, took some took some doing, but I'm pretty pleased with how it looks on the website. And um, all new episodes will be put on there as well. And on the main website, you can now download episodes straight off of the website. So you can either listen to it on my website and then download them for later listening, or you can go on iTunes and listen to it there by subscribing to the podcast. And if you do subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, it'd be awesome if you could leave uh, a rating and a comment. That'd be fantastic. Uh, just that's a great spot for feedback. I'll check the iTunes page um, every day uh, from here on out. And yeah, I'm really pleased. Website has been redesigned to format um, itself appropriately to what it had to be for iTunes. So the episodes tab might look a little different, but uh, it's all still there and you can just hit the download button off of every podcast and just get it right on your computer. So I'm really excited about both of these new changes and I'll see you next week for next week's episode. You have a good one, guys. <laughs>